Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that has one thing in common with Eric Ten Hag. Neither of us have ever fielded our preferred starting eleven, but in our case, it's because there's just three of us. Isn't that right, Eric? Uh, by the three of us, I'm talking about Nicholas John. Hello, hello. Mifzal Malik. Yes, that's me. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm not going to kutut you anything today. Yeah, I highly doubt that. <laughs> you know me too well. And I am Faisal Merikan. Which brings us to uh, today's main talking point, Manchester United. Look, I know I know you're fed up, but we're going to keep talking about them until they get good again. So until the end of the season, basically. Mm-hmm. You and mean next season as well. That's about at least three seasons of football. <laughs> Ah, thank God for content. Uh, United kicked off their Champions League campaign against Bayern Munich in Group A after we snap, after we stopped recording the last episode. I made a joke about United losing 7-0. Uh, turns out the number of goals was correct, unfortunately. It was just a 4-3 win to Bayern, who weren't even that spectacular, let's be honest here. Uh, to be fair to United though, they started well enough until Onana conceded their first goal. Uh, then their heads dropped. United and uh, to be fair also uh, the fact that United managed to score a few late goals shows they still have some fight in them um, but a loss is still a loss and United's players only have themselves to blame in it you know when you manage your expectations <laughs> going into the game uh-huh. like you remember the last episode I said it wasn't a joke by the way when I said I expect to lose 3-0 uh-huh. 4-0 yeah it's good to go to a game where United is taking on a giant. Uh, because and scored. <laughs> yes. You see, I 4-3 mm-hmm. is a good result for United, given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Not a good performance, mm-hmm. but the result is good. Um, if you watch the... So, I woke up mm-hmm. and I watched the game... Mm-hmm. I went to make myself a cup of coffee sometime during the first half. Okay. I came back and it was 1-0 buy-in. Mm-hmm. Again, managed expectations. Mm-hmm. And that was... That, mm-hmm. About that, mm-hmm. after the cup of coffee, I went to take a shower and I came back and it was 3-1 buy-in. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, once again, mm-hmm. 3-1. Mm-hmm. We scored a goal. Mm-hmm. Managed expectations, still okay. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being real right now, mm-hmm. given the circumstances, these this result was not bad mm-hmm. considering, number one, our really horrible start to the season. Mm-hmm. Number two, given that Bayern, um, actually, they, they, they've, their history against English clubs They've thrashed Arsenal five one. Mm-hmm. They've thrashed Spurs seven two, mm-hmm. and four one against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So a four three loss is all un- things un- considered un- not too bad. Not too bad. Mm. Yeah, and and I guess the other silver lining, if you could call it that, was the the fact that you mentioned it, Faisal, that they still had a bit of fight in them, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know they they scored that that two late goals. At least it shows that they continued pushing mm-hmm. until the final whistle. But you know what, I I'm taking the other approach, lah. Mm-hmm. For me, the stats don't lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is now the uh, the third straight loss in all competitions. Mm-hmm. So. If it's bad, you got <laughs> you've got to call a spade a spade, lah. Okay, whose fault was it? Um, 
I can't blame Ten Hag's tactics. This mm. solely has to fall on the players and not being up to United's expected level. Um, well, okay, look, you can point to the shaky goalkeeper. Mm. But that is traditional for United. For United, okay. Uh, you can point to the even shakier defence mm. uh, and use that as an excuse. But this, this is a team that on paper has enough quality that they should be putting in better performances mm-hmm. and, and, and getting better results. Uh, and the other concerning thing is you mentioned after that first goal went down, their heads dropped. Mm-hmm. Because I think United had their moments. Uh, in the opening period and it's just like their last defeat to uh, Brighton mm-hmm, in yeah. the league where they were doing actually pretty good for the mm-hmm. first 10-15 minutes and then they conceded and then everything just went downhill mm-hmm. from there. So, you know, in addition to problems with the back line, in addition to problems, uh, disciplinary problems mm-hmm. with Sancho, off the field problems with uh, Anthony. Then uh, there's the psychological uh, issues. Uh, yeah, now they seem to have problems with confidence as well. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'm great, actually quite la. surprised that you didn't mention anything about their midfield. Because what midfield? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That midfield is clearly a problem. There was no drive from them to chase the ball. Well, there was McTominay in there, the player that that Ten Hag supposedly wants to get rid of as quickly as possible. Uh, the, the only saving grace there was was Casemiro, I guess. Mm-hmm. Two goals, although to be fair, Casemiro and another player were criticised by, I think it was Stuart Pierce, right? Mm. I want your take on what he said. He was critical of Casemiro's performance despite him scoring two goals. Yeah. He also said that Marcus Rashford tracks back like he's got a fridge yeah. on his back. Okay, uh, I, I'm not so sure about Casemiro, but I think that's a spot-on assessment of Rashford mm. because I love the guy mm-hmm. uh, but in recent games I get the feeling that he's starting to A mm-hmm. uh, like like Pierce mentioned not track back as much as he should mm-hmm. and B he's starting to come off as a little selfish absolutely Spot you know, on. He, yeah. he, it reminds me of the time when Ronaldo was at United right. where he insists on taking everyone mm. on, even when sometimes, you know, you've got teammates in better or, positions. Or is that squad directions? Because it could be that uh, Ten Hag is saying, okay, channel everything through Rashford. So tactically, it doesn't make sense for him to track back so much. Okay, fair point. But the team is in, in, in such a position now where, okay, like, like Mifzal mentioned, the, the midfield, you know, what midfield, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, it's a situation now where everybody needs to help out in other departments as well. Mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe f- fair enough. Maybe mm-hmm. Ten Hag is the one who's telling him, stay up, don't fall back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if that's the case, then okay, it's not his fault. But if it's not a director from the manager, then everybody should be doing their part, mm-hmm. should be falling back. Can you imagine me, a Liverpool fan, giving Marcus Rashford the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. Oh, we don't have Where a, things have happened. Oh, okay. Uh, you, Nick, you mentioned uh, on- Onana just now, right? Mm. After five games, would you prefer to have him between the sticks or De Gea? Ay, wow, <laughs> that's a tough spot to be uh. in. Um, I would say De Gea is at least a little less shaky mm-hmm. in a sense that you know what his weaknesses are mm-hmm. and you know what to expect from him. Mm-hmm. So he is not the greatest but at least you know what his capabilities are. Onana is a little bit like all over the place mm-hmm. and you never know what you're going to get from him, you know. Mm-hmm. that That's the problem with, with Onana. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being nice, 
I would give him until January, January, January to, 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 to get yeah, comfortable. To, to be fair, to be and fair, he's yes. the only player who immediately issued an apology. Although, I mean, that that's a good that's a good kind of gesture. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't want this to be apology FC anymore. You know. <laughs> Well, when you blundered the way you did, you have to come out and apologize, lah. <laughs> okay, at least he owned up. Yeah, to it. he yeah, owned up to it. And I heard that um, he took the initiative to address uh, the press and apologize. Mm. Mm. I, I I don't know, guys, but at that level, when you're earning as much as you are at that stage, mm. the best apology by any means is a better performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but okay, uh, keep that in mind for your next performance. <laughs> <of> you, <laughs> for United's next defeat, <laughs> Arsenal had a solid start to their Champions League campaign with a four 0 win over PSV Eindhoven in Group B. Sevilla and Lyon drew one 0 Defending champions Manchester City beat Resda at a Red Star Belgrade. What was the score again? Was it three one? Three one. Was it? I'm asking. <laughs> well, apparently, nobody cares about Man City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm keeping this in, dude. This is <laughs> no. <in> the <laughs> yeah, three one. Three one. All right. Also in Group B, uh, Group G, RB Leipzig beat the Young Boys. Not like that. Also three one. Correct, huh? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> uh, Newcastle are in this season's group of death. Alongside PSG, Borussia Dortmund, and AC Milan in Group F, uh, the Magpies' first Champions League appearance in 20 years ended in a goalless draw against Milan. PSG beat Dortmund 2-0. Uh, any comments for any of the matches that I mentioned? Well, that's just as important as any local match. <laughs> Other matches, we had Real Madrid beating Union Berlin 1-0. Yeah, and and Jude Bellingham scored the winner in injury time. Mm. He has now netted six goals in six matches this season. Mm. He's really stepping up in the absence of uh, Karim Benzema. Mm. And I, I remember, we were talking about this in the newsroom the other day. I remember there was a time back at Dortmund when Bellingham and Jadon Sancho were being touted as like you know, the future of mm. football and all that. And if I remember, Remember correctly, it was Sancho who was the more preferred or the more highly rated than mm. the two. But you look at them now. Bellingham is making a name for himself at arguably one of the biggest clubs in the world, mm. and Sancho can't even make it in training. <laughs> so you know what? What a difference just a couple of seasons has made. All his goals were tap-ins, though. A goal yeah, is a goal. A goal is a, a goal. goal is a goal. You t- want to tell that t- to Lewandowski? All your goals were tap-ins. <laughs> Okay, I mean, no, I, I, I'm not singling his achievement out. I'm just saying that it's good. Is it spectacular? It doesn't have to be spectacular. It just has to cross the goal line. Cross the goal line. Plus, how, how many tap-ins has Jadon Sancho had this season, right? <laughs> so, yeah. never tagged you as a Sancho lover. I didn't say that. <laughs> it was implied. Is this yellow journalism? <laughs> uh, Barcelona crashed Antwerp five 0 Porto beat Shakhtar 3-1. Lazio, Atletico Madrid had a one-all draw. Feyenoord, 2-0 win over Celtic. Benfica beat Salzburg, 2-0. Napoli had a 2-1 win over Braga. And Inter Milan and Real Sociedad drew 1-0. Over in the Europa League, Liverpool came from behind to beat Linz 3-1. Brighton fell to a 3-2 loss to AEK Athens. In their tournament debut, West Ham recorded a 3-1 win over Bacha Topola. <laughs> you could be butchering that name and no one would know. <laughs> you, no, one, no one would call you out, man. 
What makes you think I wasn't butchering it? Ah, people would think you were making sounds. <laughs> like, Svesda, Svesda, Red Star I would believe you. As for this weekend's Premier League action, the big one has to be Manchester United versus. No, okay, the big one is the London derby between Arsenal and. Tottenham, Ange Ball in action at the Emirates Stadium. Arguably, uh, this will be the biggest test yet for Postecoglou Spurs. Well, there was that match against United. No, no, no. Arsenal is definitely Spurs' <laughs> biggest test so far. Uh, I'm not smart enough to pick a winner for this one, but I do know it is going to be a cracker uh, knowing Ange. I don't expect him to force his team to sit and park the bus. Hell no. Uh, last season at Celtic, Champions League away at Real Madrid, he was attacking. Yeah, and that's the beauty of of Angeball, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Imposter Koglu. Look, the, the North London derby is always a cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when the teams are playing badly, you can always expect Arsenal versus Spurs to produce, you know, a few goals, maybe even some red cards. Uh, but this time, both teams are playing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, both are adopting that that fast. Free, free-flowing approach and all that. Both are very entertaining to watch. We already know how well Arsenal can play under Arteta. And this season, we've seen how well Spurs have been under Postacoglu. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I think if ever there was a time to watch the North London derby, this is it. This match is the one that, mm-hmm. that you want to catch. La. Is it like do you, is it like a guaranteed over three goals game? Well, the, okay, I don't know whether it's going to be over three goals or not, but they're always, they're always goals in, in, in mm-hmm. the North London derby. Thanks, guys. You've probably jinxed it now. Nil, nil. Nil, nil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, match, the United are away at Burnley. Now, according to Opta, United have lost 18 of their last 35 away games in all competitions. Only West Ham uh, have lost more with 20. So do you think it'll be 19 in 36 for United? I'm willing to put money now. <laughs> That United will lose their next match. Haram we, haram. Taubat lah. <laughs> so, so tell us about your managed expectations for this match. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is managing expectations when you expect a loss. Right. Nothing is a, you know, nothing is disappointing. Yeah. Right. Unless it's like 7 0. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, let, let's be honest, like things are not working in, in United's favor. We spoke mm. about their defensive problems, their, their shaky keeper, uh, their confidence will be short after their defeat in Europe. Uh, fatigue from having to play mm. in midweek. So, uh, the only saving grace, if you ask me, is the fact that uh, Burnley has been doing even worse <laughs> than United has. Uh, but from Burnley's point of view, I, I guess if ever there was a, ch- a time to take mm. United on... It's right now. Yeah, it's right now. Go for this, it. Yeah, I'm rooting for you, Burnley. I am. I really am. <laughs> That's reverse psychology in action right there. <laughs> It would only work if United actually listened to us. Ah. <laughs> okay, Liverpool will be at Anfield against West Ham. Man City are at home to Nottingham Forest. Chelsea host Aston Villa. So that's Another a win for Villa. <laughs> win for Villa. Sheffield United play host to Newcastle. There's also Luton v Wolves. Brentford v Everton. And Brighton face Bournemouth. Uh, that's all that we have for this edition of the Potball Sports, guys. We'll bring you the results next week, as well as our usual incisive, intelligent analysis. Yeah, you mean, <laughs> who am I kidding? In other words, another United takedown. <laughs> it's all rubbish for me, anyway. <laughs> It's rubbish from all of us. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Okay, I am Faisal Merigan. I'm Nicholas John. And I am Mivza Malik. 